Welcome to First Fleet 10-4. Hello and welcome to the First Fleet 10-4 podcast. I'll be your host today, Elizabeth Wyndham, and I have a very special podcast today where we will be going over a kind of end of the year wrap up with all of our leadership here at the corporate office. So it's very, very exciting. And I think it's time to do some introductions. How about it? Daniel Piper. And what is your title, sir? President of the company. There we go. Love it. Welcome. We're so glad we finally got you on here. <laughs> Alan Vendor, Vice President of Operations over Corrugated. I'm Rob Getz, uh, Vice President of Operations over Food and Beverage. David Beanie, Executive Vice President. Ray Wright, uh, Vice President over Bakery Operations. Austin Henderson, Chief Information Officer. And I'm Rebecca Wilson. I'll be your co-host today. So I'm excited that we're here just closing out the end of 2023. Awesome. So let's get started. Rebecca, do you want to go over the po our topics for the day or do we just want to jump in and look at the state of First Fleet? Let's just go over a few topics we want. We're excited that you're joining us today, and, and our vow for 2024 is to make sure we do more of our podcast on a consistent basis, so we appreciate our followers. Uh, today, we're just going to go over the state of the company, some of our new and changing business, uh, our motive camera solution in cab. We're going to go over our new uniform program, and um, as always, our core values are important to us. So let's just get started uh, with Daniel. Give us an, an overview. It's been a, a most... Uh interesting year. Um, it, it seems like, you know, if you look at the, the history, we came through 2020 and and what an eventful year that was. And then on to 2021 and, and things changed dramatically and on into to 22 and 23. And, and it seems like the, uh, the, overall, the overall trucking market uh, changed dramatically uh, in, in many ways. Uh, you know, we've seen seen the uh, equipment piece change dramatically, uh, you know, from, from new equipment pricing uh, going up to used pricing going uh, extremely high and then dropping dramatically, uh, uh, you know, again, business cycles. You look at our, uh, our customer base, our, our customer base. We had many things going on with our customers over the last, last 12 months. Um, you know, we, we gained a, a large piece of business, uh, with, with one of our corrugated customers taking on seven plants. We, we actually had another corrugated customer over the last 12 months that has, has shut down a couple box plants. So big changes there. Our, our uh, flowers uh, bakery customer, we added several sites for them uh, due to them wanting to to make some changes um, on the the grocery side. We've had several changes there uh, coming through a, a, an overall uh, bid for the entire year for all sites, and and uh, unfortunately we had some reductions at a couple sites, but uh, so a lot of lot of big changes with customers overall throughout the year. Um, we've added a, a few new customers uh, and ramped up. Uh, Target was was one of them, and and so again, uh, just just seems like a lot of movement uh, over the last twelve months, more so than we've seen in in years past. But all in all, we've come through it well. Um, you know, all, all of our people have. have done well. I want to say thank you to, to, to those folks that have come through many transitions, whether it was ramping up or, or you know, maybe ramping down at a, at a site. And so just uh, in general, you know, I'm not going to say volatile, but it's been definitely a, a season of, of change and, and we've come through it uh, great. I know, you know, Rebecca mentioned earlier the, the cameras. We've got a lot of great things going on there for the drivers. I think overall everyone is pleased with what's, what's going on and we'll talk about 
that more. And I know from our IT side, we've continued to see many things come to the forefront that that help, uh, you know, kind of our, our everyday uh, operations need. And so um, it's just, again, been a, been a big season of change. I, I don't know that we've seen a, a year where we've had as much change as, as we've had this year and, and uh, just appreciate everybody's uh, being flexible in, in coming through these changes. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, as we move around the table to continue in our theme of operations, we have with us Alan Vender, who is our VP of Packaging. And as we were talking earlier, uh, boxes, paper, or more formally, corrugated. Corrugated is the, the correct verbiage, I believe. Uh, as Daniel said, it, it's been a very interesting year. Uh, we, we did add seven plants for one customer uh, up in the Midwest, and that was a, a great team effort. It, it's it always amazes me how it's a competitive advantage for us, how quickly we, and agile we are when, when things like that happen. And, and it took everybody, a lot of people in this building and a lot of people from other parts of the country and company to come together to make that happen. And we did it about six weeks, right? And uh, that was a great, a great win, uh, great relationships we're building up there. Hopefully we'll be long-term. But we also had a couple of plants for another customer due to... Uh, an acquisition they made a few years ago. They had some redundancy throughout their network and they closed a couple of plants. Bowling Green, Kentucky and uh, Columbus, Indiana were closed this year. And uh, you, you never want that to happen, but those are things that, you know, the customer has to manage their business just like we do. And uh, we we exited very professionally and we, we worked with them throughout the process. We have a, you know, other locations and, and we tried to, to move employees around to keep them employed. But uh, again, we, we gained five plants out of that last year. So, you know, we have 1,350 trucks basically driving for uh, these customers that, that make boxes and almost 1,500 employees. So it's a big part of our business. It's a demanding part of our business with uh, ever-changing schedules, uh, you know, cancellations, plant, you know, maintenance shutdowns and different things. And, and our team does amazing from the driver to the dispatcher to the fleet managers to uh to service these customers and i it's it's very refreshing i think for the customer and for us to to be able to to say yes a lot we have to be careful with that to a point but uh we try to have a can-do approach with our with our customers um we talked about you know some safety things the, the cameras that's been a big deal i uh truly appreciate the uh the open-mindedness and the the acceptance of that program. It will pay dividends for all of us. And uh, it took a long time internally for us to make that decision because we were uh, we were very concerned about how it would be received. And we wanted the driver and the people managing the driver to, to understand why we were doing it, for it to be a win for everybody. And uh, there's been very, very positive reviews, very little negativity. And uh, we've seen a lot of wins already with the cameras. So that's been a great thing. Looking forward with the corrugated business, it's interesting. As Daniel said, a lot of changes. I think in through COVID and the next few months, people bought stuff. And they bought a lot of stuff. And when you buy stuff, it has to come in a box. Now, I think people have changed their spending habits. And uh, if you go through an airport or get on an interstate, there's a lot of people traveling. So uh, the corrugated business has, has receded a little bit. It's not huge, but uh, our, our customers are telling us that they, it, they've they had some changes packaging too, the way they do things. But 
they tell us they see 24 being very positive and uh, hopefully there'll be some growth opportunities within our current customer base and hopefully um, maybe some other corrugated companies that we have started some conversations with. So uh, it's ever-changing, but uh, I can't say thank you enough to our, our team uh, internally here at corporate and the folks in the field that really do the heavy lifting because it's, uh, it's amazing what we do and how we do it. And I'm very proud of everybody and, uh, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you, Alan. As we move around, uh, let's talk to our VP of Operations, uh, Ray Wright, leading our Flowers account and uh, the bread man. The bread man. There you go. Uh, now we we've had a uh, we've had a busy year on the bread side. A uh, lot of new locations opening up. Um, a lot of great people that have uh, helped with that piece. We've opened up eight uh, new locations across the uh, complex. Uh, which again took uh, many people to make that happen. We've done that over a, a very short period of time, and um, you know they they pulled through uh, with some amazing pieces to get that uh, get that done. Uh, but again, it's just uh, the 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 people that we have always do step up to the to the plate when it comes into one of those situations where we're we're starting out, starting a new operation, or taking over existing operations. Uh, just having uh, that that mentality in our company is a, is a huge piece. But, um, you know, on the flower side, we continue to grow. Uh, we work with them on a regular basis. Um, you know, we work to uh, to try to, to cut costs on their side, which in turn helps us also. And uh, we've got a great group of drivers across every one of the locations. With the schedule that we work, they have to be great, uh, great drivers for us. And as Alan was mentioning on the cameras, uh, they've uh, they've been beneficial on our side too, um, you know. I think that it is a uh, it's a great piece for our company to be able to to see what's happening. We've had a lot of instances where we've actually been sideswapped or uh, stopped in front of that's actually helped our drivers. So it's definitely been a uh, been a plus on that piece. As far as looking uh, into next year, we're settling in from the big uh, increase that we picked up over the uh, spring and summer. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, you know, look farther down the market to pick up a few more locations as we uh, as we move forward. Again, I just want to thank everyone. Appreciate everything that they've done for us over the course of the year, and uh, and thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Ray. Um, like you were talking about, as we took over those new accounts and we go back around and and meet those managers, the team that we brought on uh, is visibly, they appreciate working at First Fleet and they appreciate those startup teams, helping them get set up and support them. And so all of that group is very valuable in our success. Yes, they've, uh, they definitely took to our culture and uh, the way that, uh, that First Fleet does things had nothing but good reviews coming back from a lot of those managers. Well, thank you for your leadership in that effort. Um, as we move around the table in operations, our, our VP of operations, Rob Getz, for our grocery and food division. Yeah, uh, 2023 has proven to be a very interesting year. As, as Ray and Alan's already touched base on, you know, we, we added some new business with an existing customer. Uh, that was a learning process. Uh, I'd call it kind of a partial acquisition uh, in that we, we didn't really acquire a company, but uh, due to the uh, unique contract with this customer, um, they were able to acquire the assets, the trucks and the trailers from this uh, other company. 
And, and that was a learning process and it was very cumbersome. And, and uh, I know Daniel did a very, very good job uh, navigating that. It was, there was times where I was certainly glad I wasn't leading that because it, there was some pretty quirky things that happened during that. But uh, that process also uh, allowed us to discover how some of our competitors in the uh, dedicated market operate. And that's important for us to understand whether we agree or disagree with that. I, I thought it was interesting to, to see how another dedicated carrier operated. Um, it was also interesting to see how, how that, that other carrier uh, interacted with the customer and, and how they treated the customer and, and how that um, not, didn't necessarily align with how we would treat our customer. Um, then on the other side of the coin is we, we lost some business. We lost some uh, large truck count sites. Um, with our biggest customer. Uh, we had a few other smaller truck count sites that we lost with other customers. doesn't feel good to ever lose business. Um, and it felt like it was to no fault of our own in this case. But uh, in talking with the, with the folks out in the field at these sites, you know, I, I know it didn't feel good to them uh, to get this news during what I would consider uh, uncertain economic times. But what we did do during this is we learned a lot about ourselves and in uh, our in our organization. Um, confirmed that you know we hire the best of the best. We've got great people out there, even even in the in the throes of this uh, difficult news. Um, we saw how dedicated our first fleet employees are. Um, I sat in front of a lot of a lot of folks, a lot of drivers, a lot of spouses, and 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 talked to them about what the next thirty or sixty days of our business at those sites was going to look like, and uh, that translate to their life and their livelihood. We learned that uh, they 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 you know appreciated that. Um, they appreciated that we were out there in front of them, giving them that news, and and um, and. What we learned, what I learned, is how we treat our people matters, and how we've treated our people over the last 10, 20, 30 years matters, and 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 they appreciate it. Uh, both both the scenarios, adding some business and and uh, losing some business, uh, will make us a better organization moving forward. I, I I really believe that it adds clarity to the way we we handle our customers and how we need to handle our customers. Uh, emphasizes how important. The way we communicate within our organization is, at all levels, walking through good or bad times. The most important thing I think I learned in 2023 was that we must relentlessly pursue relational partnerships. First Fleet has never taken the transactional approach with our customers or employees. The soul of our organization is in our desire for a relational approach to employees and customers. If we stay that course uh, with that philosophy, we'll prevail in, in any situation. Looking forward, you know, like everybody said, we thank everybody for all their efforts this year. It was a difficult year. Everybody rolled up their sleeves, dug in, and and, and made it happen. As, as Ray mentioned, you know, the, the willingness for people to take on these projects, good or bad, whether we're growing or reducing size, they're both monumental tasks, is, is super. Uh, 2024 will no doubt probably bring more change. Uh, one of the E's in our SERVE acronym is, is to embrace that change. And that's why it's purposely put in our core values. Um, we will embrace whatever change comes our way and move forward. We will explore new opportunities. We will continue to innovate in all areas of our business. We'll continue to hire and develop industry leaders. And we will continue to be a successful and profitable organization. I'm excited about uh, what comes next and, and thankful that I get to do it side by side with everybody in this organization and uh, look forward to moving the organization uh, forward together.
Thank you, Rob. I think it's so important that we've now, you know, branched out to the three of you leading our operations team as vice presidents. And I think it's important that we have more movement that you all are able to get around to our customers and and you all have done an amazing job leading those teams. Uh, one of our initiatives this year was to finalize a new uniform program. And so but with the help of you all helping us find a, an item that the drivers would like and wear, we understood that was one of the big big problems. Our drivers didn't like our uniforms. So what are your thoughts on, we've just now gotten it rolled out. We've, we're getting it in the fleets. The drivers are starting to order those. As we go into 2024, now that we've put the drivers in a uniform that they like, what are your thoughts on, you know, we want to be recognized at the loading dock or at our customer. And we want our first fleet logo showing, especially in the day of, I guess, safety. We want that to be we want to be recognized by our customer. Do you all have thoughts on that from operations? Sitting in the conference room at our corporate office here and, and the door, the main entrance, front entrance door is right outside the windows here. And that door opens a lot when we're in here this time of day. And any guest that comes to the corporate office has to come through that door. And it could be the AC repairman. It could be Amazon, UPS, FedEx, whoever it is. You know, all those people are in uniform and we know who they are, why they're here. And uh, we, as an organization, uh, listen to the feedback we receive from our employees. HR, uh, recruiting, Rebecca spent tons of time on this. These uniforms are really great now. Great material, men's sizes, women's sizes. We, as an organization, have to get to the point where nobody ever walks through the front door without a First Fleet uniform on. We, we know that UPS guy, right? There's, there's comfort in that. We know why they're here. There's safety in that, right? And our customers, when, we're, when our sales team is out selling, we, to Mr. New Customer or Mrs. New Customer, tell them that your driver will be professional and be in uniform every day. We heard the call to get better clothing, and we have done that. So uh, order your uniforms, wear them every day, because this is really good stuff. You'll be proud to wear it. And uh, it's much better and much different than what we had before. And if you need uniforms, uh, I'll be putting a link to our training video for show you exactly how to get those uniforms in CentOS. So just click the show notes on this podcast and you'll be able to find that information. Up next, we have some exciting new technology advancements. We've Our IT department has been working very hard this year. Um, and so, Austin, would you like to give us a little rundown of all the big changes that we have been seeing in, in our fleet in regards to technology? Last couple of years, Workday has been a big theme. That continued throughout this year. We, we did a bunch of deployments of new features in that solution. Most of those were focused on how the business operates on the finance side. But we did do some changes that are driver-facing as it relates to learning management. So we replaced our ProProf solution, which there were not many fans of. So I, I hope that uh, the no, change has been not. a welcome thing. If you've if you recall taking training and then it showing that you didn't take that training, we, we heard your feedback on that. And we worked to replace that very diligently. Elizabeth, thank you very much. You spent oh, a lot absolutely. of time on that. <laughs> um, but that was a huge transition for us. Uh, we successfully navigated another season of open enrollment through Workday. So that also was a, a very big win for us. So appreciate everybody's flexibility and willingness to embrace those changes. Certainly, if you've read the news, you're aware there's bad actors out there who want to do harm to organizations. So the transportation industry was not exempt from that this year. There was a, a healthy amount of 
some of those are peers in the industry who faced ransomware attacks or some sort of hostile action digitally towards them. We made a pretty healthy amount of investments this year to continue our effort to secure the interest of the organization and the interests of our employees to ensure we're um, taking good care of the information that we have and able to um, provide solid interactions with our customers. So a lot of advancements there made around how we authenticate people and how we secure web traffic, extremely nerdy stuff, but a lot of time and energy invested there. Also, we had a pretty healthy uh, transition away from just a fuel card with no dynamic information to a dynamic prompt on our fuel transactions. That was designed specifically to target and reduce the uh, impacts of fraud and theft on our organization from a fuel card standpoint. Card skimming is very, very common, and we um, have fallen victim to that in the past. So the PIN process, which our driver community responded amazingly well to, they just kind of took it in stride, rolled with it, and I, I, I hope that everyone understands how much we appreciate that and the fact that it was specifically targeted at trying to reduce the instances of fraud and theft, which are not good for anyone. So that's a that's a huge change for us. Um, we made some changes for our drivers uh, inside the driver tools application very recently. And this is the most recent change such that the drivers can locate their fuel network, uh, authorized fuel stops from the tablet. That's all part of an initiative to be good stewards of how we purchase fuel, how we burn the fuel, and um, how we build the fuel associated with um, anything associated with fuel. So drivers have always had access to our fuel network in the mobile app, but we made some changes that give them access to that inside driver tools, which um, was feedback we got and uh, hopefully be well received by our driver community. We also made some enhancements so that a driver can voice concerns about a given fuel stop. Inside the mobile app, there's now a feedback feature, which routes directly to our fuel management team. And they've had some pretty successful wins this year already in correcting problems that drivers identified for us. Um, we had to find some alternative trailer tracking solutions. COVID had some impacts on some of our suppliers. So that those are back to a good working order in some of those situations where we had some that were not working as well as they used to. Um, a huge thanks goes to our, our beta team for testing all this new technology. Whenever we put something out, we give it to our beta team first. And um, that's a dedicated group of folks who um, you know, are not shy about giving us feedback. If there's anyone listening that's interested in that, we'd certainly welcome new participants in that program. You can have your fleet manager reach out to us and say you want to be on the beta team. We'll be happy to get you a part of that. And I'll just say, you know, especially really appreciate any kind of feedback we get from Anybody who's consuming our technology, but in particular, our, our, our driver population, um, the feedback you give us really helps us make things better. So, you know, there's a lot of little small changes we made, things like putting the fuel stops network on the homepage of the mobile application, um, allowing the fuel team to temporarily mark a location as closed. So if it's closed due to storm or supply issue or some sort of uh, supply chain problem, that you, you would have access to that information. We could remove that. Um, we added signatures in Relay so that when drivers receive messages from their fleet, they know who the who the message came from. We, we had some issues where we had false alerts on the speeding page or the, the movement page in the mobile app. Um, you know, we were at requesting proof of delivery documents sometimes on mobile uh, on inside the uh, workflow when it was an empty move. And all those changes were based upon drivers reaching out and saying, hey, you can you can make it better if type scenarios. So we very much appreciate the hard work of our of the entire team and especially any kind of feedback we can get. We're, we're grateful for that. Hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas and uh, thanks for the hard work you, you've invested all year long.
Thank you, Austin. Um, as we kind of uh, close out our, our Q&A going around for the podcast, one of our topics for 2024 has been communication and in our, really in every division of our company. But as we've got our operations team here and Austin in technology, uh, do you all want to speak to communication? I think it's so important. Uh, you know, our core values lead to value, care for, and respect everyone. And I think that communication is a part of that. So in our operations, how can we do better communicating, whether it's with drivers or customers internally? I would say one of the lessons learned in 2023 was um, communicate when when possibly there's there's news on the horizon, and we may not know the exact details of that news, uh, but but possibly communicate that hey, this is going on. This I know you're hearing this. Um, we will let you know as soon as, uh, you know, it's solidified, soon, as soon as we know. So, um, as I said in an earlier call, there's no such thing as over-communication. And um, even when the situations are very fluid, we owe it to our folks to, to try to get out there in front of it as much as possible. I think communication is important and, and you feel cared for. So, it's difficult on our side to talk about something that we don't have the information for, but I think we're going to do do better, as, as Rob said, in the future. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with what Rob said. We we owe our people the truth, right? We owe our people the facts as we know them. And uh, I think our, our driver retention group has helped with that. I think that's a great communication tool that we've added and uh, appreciate everybody that has participated in that. And uh, we appreciate your honest feedback. It's not always, you know, we're not going to skip through the field of four-leaf clovers every day. And, and you folks have told us, hey, this needs to be better. And Paul and, and his team with HR have done a good job of listening. And uh, that's a great communication tool. But uh, as, you know, as the corporate office, let's say, we uh, we want to hear from you. We also owe you the, the communication and the facts. And uh, don't be scared to reach out to any of us. Uh, you know, we've if you've been here a long time, you've learned there's an open door policy and that has not changed. So uh, we uh, we want to communicate. We want to hear from you. I think you know the one thing we can do as a company is make sure that we get out in front of our drivers to let everybody know what's going on, what we can do. But the, the real communication is going to come from each of you out in the field, letting your supervisor, letting your manager you know, letting your zone or, or regional know what's going on because that will help us make decisions better for not just you, but it, for the whole company in general. Thank you to all of you in operations. At First Fleet, our core values are very important to us, and we have a couple initiatives that we are bringing to all of us at First Fleet for 2024. And we just, you know, lend off of E and serve, empower our people to do the right thing. Um, one of our initiatives is Truckers Against Trafficking, and this is um, a group that I've heard about over the years and several of us, but now we are, are putting our, our stamp on the ground and we're saying that we support this mission of Truckers Against Trafficking. We've got uh, Mr. David Beeney with us here today who helped us get this going, and we're very proud to be a part of this organization. Falls right in with First Fleet's uh, core value of valuing, caring for, and respecting everyone. Uh, certainly, we hope that applies to everyone inside our organization but it also applies to people outside of our organization. Uh, we became aware, uh, and I'm sure you've heard the news reports of the number of human trafficking victims there are in this country, and started doing a little bit of research about an organization called Truckers Against Trafficking, 
whose goal is to leverage all the interactions that drivers have every day with a lot of different people in a lot of different areas over the road and empowers them, educates them to identify situations that might be indicative of uh, people being trafficked and steps they can take to report that and uh, hopefully curtail some of those activities. There are thousands of victims every year, uh, adults, minors, uh, you know, all different kinds of people of human trafficking. It happens in your area. Uh, it happens in our area. Uh, I'm aware, was made aware of my wife, by my wife here a few days ago of a, of a situation that happened in a Walmart parking lot here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So if you think it only happens in big cities or is not a big problem, um, you know, we need to get educated about it. First Fleet's participating now with Truckers Against Trafficking. Uh, most of the people here in the management team have been certified uh, by that group uh, to identify and report trafficking. Uh, that's going to be made available to everyone in the organization. Uh, we'll have several different ways that you can reach out and receive that. It's a very easy process, a short video to watch. And I can only tell you from my experience, it's a very sobering video. And to see the experiences of some of these people and what they go through, if there's a way that we can contribute to helping in the process of reducing the amount of the activity that's going on, I certainly want to be a part of it. I think you will be too. And uh, again, we hope that that we can, through that effort, you know, make a difference in our communities and in our country and can show that we value not only the people that are inside of our company, but also the folks that we live and work around. Thank you, David. We appreciate you spearheading this and, and bringing awareness to us. Um, Austin has uh, worked with his group in the IT department to add some uh, clicks to the app for, the, for our drivers, and those will roll out in January. So we're still in the process of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to try and make it as easy as possible for anyone in the organization. Um, in particular, if you think about it, we have 3,000 roughly trucks that are moving around the country all the time. So um, this is a great opportunity to extend your awareness and honored to be able to participate in this cause. Inside the mobile app, you'll have some ways you can follow this organization, ways you can become certified in this organization, and a one button you can click to call this organization if you uh, have something you need to report. And um, I think, you know, to today's point, once you, once you watch the video and go through the training process. Um, I think you two will, will want to be a part of that. So we're going to do something in the mobile app. We're also going to do a deployment of an application on the tablets that's going to make it easy for our drivers to become uh, trained and educated in that process as well. Thank you. So as, as a team effort, this is going in the right direction, and I'm excited about First Fleet. Um, another initiative that we are partnering with for the first time this year is Rees Across America. Again, this is um, an opportunity for First Fleet to to be a part of the honor fleet, which is well over, uh, it's a six mile convoy as they leave uh, Columbia Falls, Maine with the Rees going to veteran cemeteries across the country. So I wanted to kind of just say thank you to some of our participants that helped with this honorable mission. Uh, Mark Galloway, a two million mile safe driver that was in the army and Richard Mahaffey was in the army. Michael Ruth, 
four million mile safe driver, was in our National Guard. And uh, Randy Beatty did not serve in our armed forces, but he was part of our honor team. And we're very thankful for that group of helping us pick up the loads and deliver them to the Nashville, Tennessee area. Along the way, Richard Vaughn was uh, a Marine and a veteran, and we are so thankful for him to be a part of this mission. Um, As I've learned more about Reese across America, their mission is remember, honor, and teach to remember the fallen, honor those who serve, and to teach the next generation the value of freedom. And I'll just tell you that uh, First Fleet is its something that I'm so thankful that we were able to be a part of this year, and I think we'll be a part of for years to come. So be looking for some of that uh, those photos on social media in the next few weeks as we are able to bring those to you. The loads will actually deliver on Friday. So I don't know if anybody else has been a part of this before, but this is first time for us. Right. I've never been a part of it before, but it was something that was, uh, always intrigued me. It's something I, I was uh, encouraged that First Fleet was interested in p- participating in. Uh, looking forward to the experience. I'm going to go go meet one of our trucks in Spring Hill, Tennessee, Friday. And I can only imagine how, how somber uh, and touching the, the moment's going to be when you when you see these hundreds, if not thousands, of of wreaths um, leaving these trailers and and being laid on the uh, graves of our our national heroes, you know this is a nonprofit, right? Started by a guy up in Maine. What an amazing idea! And you know, God bless the trucking industry. I think people forget how important this industry is, but I don't know if there's an industry out there that loves America more than this. And my dad's buried in the National Cemetery in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm glad there'll be a wreath on his grave for Christmas. Yeah, just being a part of this, I think, uh, you know, my mentor was uh, was in the armed forces himself. And, uh, you know, just having our team and having our, the ability to honor our veterans, uh, it just is an amazing process. And uh, just want to thank all of our veterans out there that are that are working for us. I know we have quite a few. Uh, we appreciate your service and, and thank you for uh, what you've done for us. I'd just like to piggyback off of that and mention that our the founder of our company, Gary Wilson, was a veteran and was always very proud of that and and very uh, interested in recognizing and appreciating our veterans. And uh, I know that he would be proud of this effort if he could look down and see it. I just want to say thanks to all of you all who helped get this together because it's not an, an easy time for us to be donating resources where it's a busy time of year for us. So we appreciate all the efforts from operations as well. So as we come to a close on our time here, um, I'm thankful to all of you all for being a part of our end of the year podcast for 2023. Mr. Benny, do you have something to add? Yeah, I just, um, Daniel started off and some of the other operations folks started off talking about this year and uh, and the changes that we've gone through and ref- referring back to our core value of embracing change. Rebecca mentioned it earlier, and I'd like to just kind of piggyback on it too. I think one of the one of the big factors for me this year is our core value of valuing, caring for, and respecting everyone. Talked a little bit earlier about how that affects people outside of our organization when we talked about our efforts against trafficking, but for our internal folks, um, you know, hopefully we've made some big changes and we've done some things this year to show everyone how we value folks, whether it's the uniform program, you know, soliciting feedback from dozens of drivers on things they did like, didn't like, suggestions for changes, you know, test wearing some of the the uniforms we were looking at and giving us feedback on that, whether it's making our uh, our computer app, our driver app 
uh, more friendly and easier to use and, and more functionality, or whether it's something like uh, soliciting feedback on the places where you're stopping to get fuel to try to make that a safer and a better experience. Uh, I want to echo uh, you know, what everybody else has said and tell you how much we appreciate what you've done throughout the year, whether you work in the office uh, here in the corporate office, whether you work in the dispatch office in the field, whether you work on the maintenance team, or for sure the thousands of drivers that we have out on the road every day. I just, I can't express enough my appreciation and our appreciation as a company. Uh, the work you do is tremendously important, is tremendously difficult. Our customers have very high expectations of us. It's why they picked us. You know, there are cheaper answers out there on the market, but they know that they can get service from us and they know that we're going to do the job better than anybody else. Difficult operating conditions that our drivers face on the road every day. I drive a very small amount uh, anymore, but the, the distracted drivers, the traffic, the construction that goes on every day can be very frustrating. And, you know, we realize that and, and we know that that's, that's kind of a hazard of the job, but we appreciate your, your attention your focus on the road and the safe method, safe means by way by which you do your job every single day. And, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So finally, you know, continue to be careful out there, take care of yourself. And, and again, I'll echo everyone else in wishing you a Merry Christmas and hope that 2024 is a good year for you and your family. Thanks. Thank you, David. As always, you make me so proud to work at First Fleet and appreciative of our family here at First Fleet. So as we close out, we just want to say thank you and to be safe. And Eliz, thank you for always hosting our podcast. Everyone have a, a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. Mm -hmm.